Hello and welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Your mind is the greatest gift God has given you. That's why today we continue with a series called Rethinking Your Life. In these lessons, Rick shares nine biblical pillars we need to reshape our minds so that we can become more like Jesus Christ. But first, if you're ready to live the abundant life Jesus promises, then you'll be excited to know that Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. This study will guide you into a deeper relationship with God, allowing you to see your life through His eyes, apply His wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by just texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part two of a message called, Why You Need to Think About What You Think About. I've told you this many, many times, but the way you think determines the way you feel, and the way you feel determines the way you act. If you wanna act differently, you don't start trying to change your actions. You gotta go back upstream to what you think. What you think determines how you feel, and what you feel determines how you act. If you try to determine, change your actions, doesn't work. If you try to determine, change your feelings, doesn't work. I'm still hurt, I'm still mad, I'm still upset, I'm still envious. You gotta change your thoughts. And that's what this series is gonna be about, how to change your thoughts, how to rethink your life. This is gonna be a very, very practical series. You have to start at the source, start with what you're thinking. Now here's the fourth pillar in rethinking your life. The fourth pillar of rethinking my life is to realize that every behavior is based on a belief. The Bible has a lot to say about this. Every behavior is based on a belief. Anytime you do anything, you're doing it because there's a belief beneath that. Anytime you see anybody doing anything else, good or bad, right or wrong, it's because they have a belief beneath that. All of your behavior is based on unspoken beliefs. So, as I said, if I'm acting scared, is because I'm believing scary thoughts at that moment. If I'm acting uh, resentful, it's because I'm believing maybe that I've been devalued. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, defend myself. Uh, if I'm acting prideful, it may be because I'm secretly believing I'm not good enough. So I'm trying to compensate by being boastful, by being proud, because really I feel insecure. I don't feel like I measure up. Behind everything you do is a belief. Do you know what those beliefs are? And if there's something in your life you don't like that you do, or there's some feeling in your life you don't like that you feel, then you need to go to the source and change the thought, change the, 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 um, the idea that's in your mind. This is why, notice here, the Bible says in Haggai chapter one, verse five, God says this, think carefully about your behavior. Think carefully about your behavior. He's saying, I want you to consider why am I acting the way I act? Why do I act that way with this certain person? I don't like the way I act with that person. 
Why do I act this way at work? Why do I act this way at school? Why do I act this way with certain neighbors? Why do I, I don't even act like my normal self when I'm around so-and-so. There's a belief behind every behavior. And if you will start thinking about what you think about, and you start being honest and evaluating, why am I acting that way? What am I believing beneath that behavior? In other words, um, what thought triggered that response? What, What assumption is behind that action? What belief is beneath that behavior? You need to stop and think about what you're thinking about. Now, confession's good for soul. You ever been in a conflict? Let's just pretend you've probably never had this, but let's say you've had a conflict with your spouse. Okay. And and you're disagreeing with your spouse about something. Okay? And you're disagreeing, and, and you're actually having an okay disagreement, and you're being logical and you're being adult and you're, you're kind of listening to both sides. And then all of a sudden, something in the argument triggers and all of a sudden, emotions are engaged. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm really ticked. And we've gone from zero to 100 in emotional intensity in like two seconds. Y'all look like me like this has never happened to you. <laughs> Come on. Liar, liar, pants on fire, all right? Happens to you all the time. You're in an argument and you're just talking about something and all of a sudden something triggers and bam, you're out of control or you're upset or you're nervous or you're fearful or you're sweating or your voice goes up or tears come down your cheeks. What in the world's going on here? Okay, if you've ever been in a situation like that, you need to ask this question, write it down. What am I believing right now? because something just triggered an unspoken belief. You may believe they're gonna leave you, you may believe you haven't been heard, you may believe that your idea isn't being given validation and that you're not being treated with respect. You're believing something that all of a sudden triggered an emotional response. Do you even know what that is? A lot of times you get in an argument, you get in a conflict, and you get upset, you don't even know why you're upset. I'm begging you as your pastor, as your friend, to start looking at the beliefs beneath your behavior and go, why, why did that tick me off? Why did what he say or what she said all of a sudden just trigger something in me? Did it trigger something that my mom used to say or my dad used to say or or a feeling of, I feel like a little girl again, or I feel like a little boy again. This is how you grow. You grow by examining what's going on in, in your mind. And the, the truth is, when you, when you actually do that, you may be overreacting. You may be misreading what your spouse said. You may be uh, uh, um, ex- uh, making assumptions that they said this, and you think they meant that, and they didn't mean that but you made an assumption and what you believed raised your emotions. That's why the Bible says this in Proverbs 14, verse 15. A fool, a foolish person will believe anything, but a wise person thinks about what he does. You gotta think about what you're thinking about because that's affecting your emotions and your actions, all right? Number five, here's the fifth pillar. 
The fifth pillar of rethinking my life. We're going to cover each of these in detail in the series. The fifth pillar is this. This is going to be a surprise to many of you. Anytime I sin, at that moment, I'm believing a lie. Anytime I sin, at that particular moment, I am always, always, always believing a lie. Because the only way Satan can get you to sin, and the only way your nature can get you to sin, is to not believe the truth. And, and, and those kind of things will come at you, and this is especially important for you to understand that anytime I'm sinning or anytime I'm being tempted to sin, I'm being told a lie. And you need to stop and go, what's the lie going on here? All right? Now, Satan, when he wants to tempt you, always uses the exact same four-step process. He's done it since the very first couple, Adam and Eve. And I'm going to teach you in this series how Satan tempts always in these same four steps. I don't want to do it right now because we're looking at other things. But I will tell you that the third step is called deception. And in the third step of temptation, Satan starts getting you to doubt what God has said is the truth and to start believing that what you think or feel is the truth. And Satan will say to you when he's starting to tempt you some things like, this won't hurt you. Come on, you're an adult. You can handle this. It's no big deal. Everybody does it. You know what'll make you happy more than God does. Those are all lies. Everything I just said was a lie. Every time you sin, it's because you have believed a lie. And if you wanna stop an habitual sin in your life, if you wanna stop an habitual bad habit in your life, then you gotta get to the root of it and you gotta get to the lie that you're believing that I'll be more happy if I do what God says don't do. I'll be more wealthy if I do what God says don't do. I'll be more sexy if I do what God says don't do. I'll be more fulfilled in life if God says I, if I do what God says don't do, or vice versa. If I don't do what God says to do, I'll have more money. If I don't do what God says to do, I'll have more friends. If I don't do what God, and you're believing a lie every single time. Now, if you understand this, it's gonna stop giving sin such control in your life. It's gonna stop giving bad habits such control in your life because you're gonna stop and go, okay, what am I believing right now that just isn't true? And because it isn't true, I'm acting on this and I think I know better than God. God says this, God will never lie, God always tells the truth. Satan can't possibly tell the truth. The Bible calls Satan the father of lies. He can't even tell the truth. It is impossible for him to tell you the truth. And so he can only suggest lies to your life. And, and the Bible says that when I sin at that moment, I am believing a lie. Proverbs 14, verse 12 says this. There are many ways that we think are right, but they lead to death. You ever gone down a dead-end road? Yeah. You ever had any dead ends in life? Yeah. Have you ever had something you thought was going to work out that didn't work out? Yes. There are a lot of things we think are right, that we think are good, that we think will make us happy, that we think will be the secret to our fulfillment in life, satisfaction and meaning and purpose, but they're not. It's a dead end. It's a, it, it's, it's a lie. 
And God says, you know, this is what happens when you don't believe what I tell you. You end up in dead ends. You end up dying. You end up perishing. Now, you know what I'm talking about here. Have you ever seen anybody continue to keep on doing a self-defeating behavior even though it's killing them? Yes, you have. Why? Because at that moment, they're believing a lie. They're believing a lie about their addiction. They're believing a lie about their habit. They're believing a lie about their lifestyle. They're believing a lie about... Every sin is always based on a lie. That's why the truth sets you free. That's why Jesus said the truth sets you free. But there are many ways we think are right, but they lead to death. And why can we keep believing a lie? One of the common lies that we often believe is this, that whenever I'm tempted, it's because something out there has tempted me. And we tend to think that temptation is something external, like it's out there in society, and if that wasn't there, then I wouldn't be tempted, that the real problem is not me, the real problem is the tempting uh, uh, situation or the person or event or whatever it is, that, it's, that we want to externalize the temptation. That's a lie. Because the Bible says, no, it's the exact opposite. A temptation starts inside you. If there's no magnet in you, it doesn't even tempt you. It starts inside. Here's what the Bible says. James chapter 1, verse 14 and 15. Temptation comes from the lure of our own inner desires. Not talking about outside there in the world. It starts inside us, our own inner desires. And these evil desires lead to evil actions, and the actions lead to death. Remember, what you think determines how you feel, what you feel determines how you act, and it leads to to actions, which lead to death. Now, he's saying here that I would not be tempted by stuff out there in the world if there wasn't something out of order inside me in my thinking. I've got some thinking that's out of order. And I think, well, I'll be happier if I'll do that. I'll be more fulfilled if I'll do that. I'll be more pleasing if I do that or whatever. Again, it starts on the inside with your own thoughts. So stop blaming your circumstances for temptation. Well, I can't help it. I'm I'm in this situation. I can't help. You wouldn't even be tempted by it if there wasn't something inside you. It's like a magnet. The magnet has to have something against it to pull it together. And if there wasn't any pull in your heart, you wouldn't even be tempted by, by whatever that is. So you don't blame the circumstances. So again, when I start to be tempted, and I know this is not the right thing to do, but I'm being tempted to do it, I need to stop and ask this question. What lie am I believing? You might write that down. What lie am I believing? I believe that if I leave my spouse and go have an affair with this person, I'll be happier. I believe that if I do this and God says don't do it, I'll be happier. So you need to ask yourself, what lie am I believing? You know, my dad was a fisherman par excellence, and he, a day without fishing was a wasted day to him. He would manage, no matter what he was doing, to figure out if he could go fishing at least for 30 minutes. And I used to watch my dad catch fish after fish, and I would catch nothing. But one of the things I learned real quickly is this. No fish bites a bear hook. 
You can't just throw a hook out in the water and expect a fish. No fish will ever come out. Oh, there's a piece of metal. I think I'll swallow that. No. What do you have to put on that hook? Bait. Bait. And, and, and different bait catch different kinds of fish. And a good fisherman knows, well, we're fishing for trout today. They like this stuff. No, we're, you know, we're fishing for catfish today. They like that kind of bait. And, and no fisherman just throws an empty hook out in the water to hook them. Neither does Satan. Satan does, doesn't stand up on the weekend and say to you, hey, come sin with me. It'll be fun. You'll be evil. <laughs> he never does that. He baits the hook. And you know what? Satan knows exactly your favorite flavor of bait. And we all have different flavors. And what baits you doesn't bait me. But what baits me doesn't bait you. Satan is an authority on bait. He knows exactly what gets your attention. He knows exactly where to poke you, where your sore spot is, where your weak spot is, where you are still pain. You've never grown out of that hurt from childhood. He still pokes it. And that emotional need, that unfulfilled need, that empty tank in you, he knows exactly, exactly what kind of bait to put on that hook. And that's why you gotta think about what you're thinking about. You know, what, what's the lie he's given me right now? What's the bait? What's the hook? I know what the hook is, it's sin. But what's the bait? It's the truth that's not true. If you do this, you'll feel better. If you do this, it'll be rewarding. If you do this, everything will be okay. Nothing will go wrong. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you, or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be so glad you did. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be back in just a moment, but first... Do you ever feel like the abundant life Jesus promises seems just out of reach? Well, you're not alone. Many people feel that way. That's why Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. It's a groundbreaking experience that will challenge, inspire, and guide you to a deeper understanding of your purpose and faith by helping you transform the way you think. As you study along with Pastor Rick, you'll learn how to think like Jesus so you can overcome temptation, conquer discouragement, and understand the purpose behind pain. With 143 full-color pages and a soft-touch vegan leather cover, this study is a journey into a deeper relationship with God. Let His Word transform your mind allowing you to see your life through His eyes, apply His wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. If you're ready to embark on a journey that will transform your life, then request your copy of Rethinking Your Life today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the life-changing Word of God to people at home and all around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. 
Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hey, everybody. I've got some really big news I want to tell you about. Our Daily Hope app has been completely redesigned, and it's available now. I want you to get this Daily Hope app. What we did is we listened to all your feedback, and we installed all the improvements that you suggested and asked for. The devotional is now easier to read. It's got a darker font. The option to increase the font size is there. We've made it easy to share this devotional with other people. You can even broadcast it right from your phone. It's really cool. To get the app on your iPhone, visit the iTunes App Store and search for Daily Hope with Rick Warren. To get the app for an Android device, visit the Google Play Store and search for Daily Hope with Rick Warren. Now, the official Daily Hope app has our yellow and blue sunburst logo. You're familiar with that. Our app is a convenient way to get your daily dose of Daily Hope. I want you to get this app today. So download the app now and get started. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our Daily Hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.